The following is a fourth hand production. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, I'm totally ready. All right. Until I read down this SCP, then I don't think I'm going to be ready. Yeah, I didn't read it yet, but from what you told me, I'm a little creeped. Take a drink to calm your nerves, because this is going to get a little, it's going to get a little crazy. I was just reaching for it. <laughs> I was just reaching for my, uh, my, my Corona. Uh-oh. Now you did it. Yeah, I did. I had to, man. Corona put a little fresh lime in it. Beautiful. What are you having? Oh, you know. Good old cream ale. My goodness, dude. <laughs> hey, you know what goes good with coronavirus? Corona beer? Lyme disease. Oh. <laughs> what did you call it the other day? Kong flu. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't go with that. Come on. It's a novel coronavirus, so let's give it a novel name, right? Come on. HR or PR, probably wouldn't let them get away with it. We name everything else. We name snowstorms that blow through the U.S. now. We've been naming hurricanes for, what, eight decades or something? Yeah, but that would be the equivalent of them calling coronavirus Bill. <laughs> Not Kung Flu. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's coming to that. This stuff happens so often now, it's, it's insane. SARS, MERS... <sighs> Uh, swine flu. SARS came from over there, right? Yes. This came from over there. Yes. Swine flu didn't come from there, right? Um. They came from Mexico, right? I, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say Mexico. I th- I'm pretty sure it was. And MERS was, I can't remember. I think, it was, I think that was Europe. Build a wall. <laughs> we need a dome. We need a quarantine dome. <laughs> Did you ever see, I think it, I think it was a dome. But it was uh, City of the Dead. I think it was, I think that's what it ended up being. Because we got Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead. And I think they just kept going with the Of the Dead thing. Return of the Dead. And then they did City of the Dead. Den- Dennis Hopper, of all people, were in that. I don't know anything about it. I'm not down with the dead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was the dome. Who's Dennis Hopper? Is that the guy from Stranger Things? No, that's, uh... That's just Hopper. That's just Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, David Harbour. And he's actually going to be uh, one of the major people in the new Black Widow movie coming up. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw the preview for that. That was during the uh, the Super Bowl, right? That preview came up? Uh-huh. With David Harbour with the big old beard. Looking a little Captain America-ish, but in his, his way, like a Hellboy Captain America. That halftime show, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. That was crazy. I mean, after I showed my wife that picture, she said she can't not see it now. I don't know what they were summoning, but we're going to find out here soon. Baphomet, dude. (laughs) Oh, God, no. Yeah. The Super Bowl was in Florida, right? Yeah. So is something going to emerge out of the Everglades now that they summoned something? There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in Florida. So even if something did happen, we would assume it was a normal Tuesday. (laughs) <laughs> oh, there goes Florida again, doing, doing Florida things. Goatman caught flying out of swamp and <laughs> eating someone's head off. Well, there goes Jimmy. 
That was just page two in the newspaper. It wasn't even the headline. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not front page news there. Front page, police have a standoff with Gator over, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the front page. Just crazy shit there, man. That's why they got to create all these crazy laws for Florida. <laughs> we'll definitely dig into some crazy stuff <laughs> later on. Man, I got such a huge list of crazy laws. There's so many weird ones. I know. But there had to be a reason. That's kind of what's scary. Cautions and stuff all over medicines and warning labels and stuff because somebody messed it up. Somebody did something. No, they didn't. They weren't supposed to do. You can't have sex with a watermelon after 7 p.m. on a day of the Sabbath. <laughs> what? Okay. Can I do it Monday? Not the day of the Sabbath, but I can do it Monday. Right. Because you're not resting that day. That's the, that's True. the first day of business. Right. That's when you get it all done. Any kind of business you want. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about that today. Nope. SCP-072 is the foot of the bed. It is. And uh, for some reason, when we get into the description, safe is not the word I would use to classify this thing. Yeah, I don't know about it, but you told me about it, and <laughs> it doesn't sound very safe to me. I'll get into the description here. All right. Instances of SCP-072 were first discovered in an apartment building in Redacted, Michigan. After two local media reports on SCP-072's effects caused a local panic, which drew the attention of embedded Foundation agent Redacted. Everything's fine. Yeah, this is nice so far. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Safe? Yep, for now. SCP-072 is a shadowy and translucent projection which resembles a 0.9 meter long hand, the fingers of which taper to a sharp point. It's getting a little hairy now. Yeah. Detailed recording of SCP-072 is difficult as it does not manifest at light levels above 5 lux. It's not very bright, but apparently it's been recorded. I guess. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe just... It just says detailed recording, so maybe that's just uh, like a transcript. Okay. Well, I don't know. Detailed recording of SCP-072 is difficult. Is it? I don't know. I don't know if that means a physical video recording or if that just means eyewitness accounts transcript, but it's hard to get because people don't really see it. Because it's so light. I don't really know what 5 lux is. I don't know. Instances of SCP-072. Uh, pay attention to that instances, more than one, have only been observed to manifest when a human, hereafter referred to as the subject, enters REM sleep while located in a bed infected, quote-unquote infected, by SCP-072 and leaves a foot or feet exposed to open air. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. This is horrifying. (laughs) It's getting real now. If these conditions are satisfied, SCP-072 will emerge from the foot of the bed and appear to use its pointer finger to tap on the subject's foot until they awaken. Subjects have reported that at this point, they were unable to move, showing symptoms similar to sleep paralysis. This continues as long as SCP-072 is visible. So, so you got this hand tapping on your foot, and then you are awake and aware... But you can't move. You're just watching it. Just watching. Give me a little tickles. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. I wish it was just tickles. 
SCP-072 will then use its pointed fingers to cut portions of flesh from the exposed parts of the subject's foot or feet. Oh my god. See, we were, we were safe up until now. When portions of flesh begin to get removed, we've gone out of safe territory. Honestly, how, <laughs> how is it classified as safe? I, I don't know. They need a complete overhaul of their classification system. We're, yeah, we're getting there. The temple from last week, that was safe even though it's crushing people. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the statue was safe too, wasn't it? I think so. And he's shooting people. <laughs> and birds and whatever else. Because he got pooped on. If these things are safe, imagine what the unsafe things can do. Right. We've seen, well, we've talked about Euclid. I think both things last week were safe. We've talked about Euclid before, which is a little, little less safe. But they're more like neutral. It's like a miscellaneous. They don't, I mean, they don't really know. Just kind of like the catch-all, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this thing should have at least gone there, but definitely not safe. So, it will return to within the bed and between each removal, emerging without the collected material. So it comes up, scrapes some stuff off your foot, some flesh, disappears, comes back to scrape some more off your foot. This will continue until SCP-072 has taken all of the exposed foot or feet, stopping at the ankle. You're laying there and basically paralyzed, watching this thing, feeling it all, but you don't have any muscle control to make yourself move. See, that's why I always, I cover head to toe when I go to bed. (laughs) Look, partly because I'm afraid of shadow people, granted. Partly, I don't want the aliens to know I'm there when they come to abduct me. But also, if I'm fully covered, this thing's not scraping shit. No, no, no. The subjects exposed to SCP-072 report this process to be immensely painful. Its paralytic effects render them unable to scream or call for help. It is unknown if manifestations of SCP-072 feed on the collected material or use them for some other purpose. What's it making a nest under the bed? What? What? Right. What is the other purpose? Just these flesh bits all over the place. Are you just making a skin suit? Made out of made out of foot skin. It's just all feet. Just a big old giant foot. <laughs> he, he's really he's a hand. He's like oh, I should have been born a foot. <laughs> he's just coming up yeah. scraping for foots. <laughs> for foot pieces. Ugh. I need a foot. Where's my foot? As long as the wounds are properly treated, SCP-072's effects are not fatal, but have been observed to cause psychological damage relating to sleep in the future. Yes. Yes, it would. Of course it would. (laughs) I'd never sleep again if something was ripping my foot off. Well, hey, once your foot is gone, you don't have to worry about hanging it out of the bottom of the covers anymore. It's already gone. That's true. What if I had a prosthetic? Ooh. What if I wore a prosthetic to bed and I had that one sticking out? Would it try to rip that thing apart? And then it's got all these wood and fiber pieces coming at it and plastics. Wood? <laughs> what am I, a pirate? <laughs> Arr! The hand, she take my pig leg. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I think they're like titanium and stuff now, man. I think you can get all sorts of like different things. Like the people that run, they have that big crazy... Boat that was out cool thing? looking. Yeah, that yeah. thing's pretty freaking rad. Now that's 
that's some sort of awesome augmentation there. Yeah, transhumanism. Yep. There's also a secondary effect. Any bed within an approximately 10-meter vicinity of a bed which manifests the effects of SCP-072 will also host an instance of SCP-072. Destruction of a bed affected by SCP-072 reveals no anomalous material and no trace of biological material removed from subjects. What is it, like a portal? It like comes out of another dimension, scrapes your shit off, takes it into another dimension, they destroy the bed. Just finds another bed. It's like, like a horrible version of Monsters, Inc. Yeah. They come out of a closet, but these things come out from under beds. Yeah, this is like the Tim Burton's Monsters, Inc. <laughs> you know, the Stephen King Monsters, Inc. Yeah. They don't just scare you a little bit. They pull flesh from your body. Yeah. They don't just, they don't feed on the screams. They feed on the flesh. Mm-hmm. You want to know how to contain this thing? Yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. All known instances of SCP-072 are to be contained in a 3.5 by 4 meter holding cell. Access is allowed only during authorized testing procedures. Without prior approval from senior researcher Grant... Is that the name? (laughs) It seems like it. (laughs) Without prior approval from senior researcher Grant... No... (laughs) Just Grant. Fucking Grant. Uh, No materials created for the purpose of being slept on are to be introduced into a 15-meter vicinity of the holding cell. Uh, First of all, take my list off the names of testing for this. Yeah. And no way in hell are you putting my bed anywhere near that thing. Oh, no. So they they have a bed where it will manifest locked up in this cell now. But if you put another bed near it, then you'll now have two beds where it can manifest. doesn't mean that this thing is solely on this bed now. It can manifest on other beds elsewhere, right? Does that mean it's different entities? I don't know. Or just one thing finding feet of bed it's like you remember playing what was it uh super mario brothers the first one where you could go into the other the like battle mode and you could run to the left side of the screen and pop out on the right oh like like mario brothers not super mario brothers yeah 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 yeah, yeah what did i yeah. say super you know i don't what I mean. know maybe yeah or pac-man you can go in the left side of the screen pop out on the right this thing does the same thing he goes in one bed boom pops out the other one god i hope not yeah, he scrapes some off of this foot, goes inside the bed, boom, pops out the other one, scrapes some off. <laughs> Just mealing on, on foot flesh. There's <laughs> uh, some addendums here. It says, uh, list of known SCP-072 objects. SCP-072-1, dash 2, and dash 3, recovered from original apartment complex. Three twin-sized beds, which were located within 10 meters of one another. That means twin-size usually means kids. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I would think so. So some kiddos are getting their feet. It's more than a pedicure. Yeah, you know kids like to run. (laughs) What a bummer. You know? Uh, SCP-072-4, a king-size four-poster bed contaminated during SCP-072's Time in Site Redacted, Temporary Anomalous Objects Holding. I don't think I fully understood that whole thing, but it was in a king-size bed, too. The parents. (laughs) But like you said, is it the same creature? 
Is it the same thing, or is there multiple? It's contaminated. So it's like a like a bacteria. I would not call this a bacteria. A virus. I say, interdimensional entity. Oh, should not be classified as safe. No. Um, SCP-072-5, a sleeping bag with bottom removed introduced to SCP-072-1 for testing. When D-2191 entered REM sleep in object, data expunged, SCP-072-5 not recommended for testing in future. Okay. So when he did this, we're not going to tell you. Not going to tell you what happened. <laughs> so, maybe something happened, maybe it didn't, but if it's been expunged, I'm guessing something horrible happened with D2191 in this sleeping bag contaminated with 072. Yeah, I mean, where is old D2191? Where's he at? Anybody know him? He's somewhere getting fitted for new feet, is what it seems like. Maybe he's got two of those springy legs. <laughs> Now he's able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Yeah. He's got double springs on each one. <laughs> what if you push somebody from a tall height with those double springs? Do they bounce back up real high? They're going to the effing moon, dude. <laughs> you're knocking them off the Empire State? Boing! Put your space helmet on, because you're going to meet the aliens on the dark side of the moon, buddy. He won't be the first. In space, <laughs> no one can hear you scream. <laughs> SCP-072-6 and Dash-7. Beds introduced to SCP-072-2 and later destroyed for examination. Remains of SCP-072-6 and Dash-7 appear unaffected, but are to be contained until further studies may be completed. That's that. Yeah. Don't go near this bed. And, um, man, there's just no way of getting around this thing. If you encounter this thing... With your feet dangling out the end of your bed. I don't know how you get out of sleep paralysis. You just gotta push. I think they tell you to like try to wiggle your fingers or something like that. If you have sleep paralysis, like really focus on trying to wiggle your fingers. But I mean, that's hard to do when he's ripping your toes off. Right. You know, like I can't focus on my fingers when now I got no toes. <laughs> wiggle your toes. Make it a challenge for him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, stay still. <laughs> oh, I suppose it. I suppose it's break time since we ended 7-2. That's right, it is. Yeah, here we go. See you in a minute. Are you back? I'm back. Okay, good. Because uh, I didn't read ahead on this SCP that we're getting ready to do. Uh, 98. Uh, the object class is safe, but, well, you know how that goes. I don't think we've ever done a safe one that is actually safe. Those collars, they weren't too bad. What else did we do? Weren't they making people kill themselves? Yeah, I guess. Well, that's pretty bad. Right, <laughs> I guess. But if, they, if they're able to do that, then yeah, okay, that's bad. Yeah, I don't think there's any that's been like, well, I guess there was that, that monkey statue that was just sort of a prankster. Oh, that's right. But it was like it was like a real... Be careful what you wish for kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty safe. It'll clean your office, but it'll hide your documents somewhere. Yeah. And then the IRS comes. Where's this? Uh, it was right here. I swear to you, it was right here. 
Mm-hmm. And then a monkey's over there going, <laughs> <laughs> laughing. Damn monkey statue. Yeah, so SCP-098 is called Surgeon Crabs. You think crabs safe, right? Yeah. I mean, water crabs. Crotch crabs, maybe not so safe. Oh, hey. Well, <laughs> they tested those. <laughs> Didn't they? Unit 731? Probably. I don't remember, but I'm sure they did. Yeah. Well, why not? If there's some sort of skin infection, I'm sure they had their fingers in it. Yep. All right. The uh, description. SCP-098 is a species of previously unknown crustacean. They resemble crabs, but rather than chalet. All right. Sure. The front limbs terminate in knife-like structures that incorporate silica to form an extremely sharp edge. Oh, good. Yeah. So just knife-wielding crabs. Cool. Yeah. Specimens reach larger size than normal for land-dwelling arthropods. At 40 centimeters tall and as large as 60 centimeters across. That's big. I don't know. Is it? It's America. (laughs) Centimeters? The fuck is that? Specimens of SCP-098 prefer an environment with ready concealment and shallow pools of water. They are able to breathe both water and air, splitting their time between the two environments. They also are capable of vocalizations using a larynx-like structure attached to primitive lungs. Cool. That's, no. It's crabs with lungs, like that. Weird. Lungs, but they can breathe underwater? I'm, ar- it's not, I'm liking this already. Safe? No, I don't think so. Nope. So 40 centimeters is roughly 15 inches, and 60 centimeters is roughly 23 inches. It's like those Alaska king crabs. Those big-ass ones you see. Mm-mm. No. See, they're, they're like water spiders. Fuck all that. But they taste good, dude. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, no. See, I, I may have said this before. I've never been diagnosed, but anytime I eat some sort of shellfish, I get a little tingly in my mouth area. Yeah, you for sure said that before. I remember that. Uh, so I, I avoid those, and, and that's fine because I don't have a taste for crabs or lobsters or shrimp or I don't know if oysters are considered shellfish yes are they consider shellfish i would think so i'm fine i don't need any of them (laughs) all turf for me baby well it's good you should stay away from these because scp-098 demonstrates pack hunting behavior when attacking prey i mean so what is it like a piranha they just (laughs) when specimens detect a prey animal they will attempt to surround it they will mimic the sounds made by the creature Apparently to confuse it or to draw it into position. Hell no. Yeah. Like a, a siren. Ugh. The sirens. Uh, crab sirens. Yeah. Cryrens. <laughs> uh, when ready, one specimen will approach the prey animal. When its attention is fixed on the first specimen, others will move behind the prey and attempt to cut the tendons of the legs or other limbs. So they flank it and just tear out its motor control. When I was a kid, I saw Chucky, and the guy, he was, like, over the bed. He was, like, putting his shoes on or whatever, and he, like, slashes uh, Achilles. Like Achilles tendon? Yeah. And oh, God. <laughs> I have a crazy, I still, okay, admittedly, I still am a little uncomfortable putting my feet over the bed like that. <laughs> yep, I totally understand that. 
It was also in, uh, I think it was in the Hostel movie. I think Hostel 2. Did you watch those, the Eli Roth movies? No. Man, I, when you get your Achilles tendon cut, then you are in some dire straits. I would think so. Yeah, you're not, you're not walking. You're just going to bleed out. Jeez. Oh, no. No, no, no. They will continue to mimic the sounds the prey animal makes to disorient it. After making a cut, a specimen of SCP-098 will spit a viscous mucus over the wound. This substance hardens rapidly, preventing blood loss or infection. This continues until the prey animal is completely immobilized. What? So, hold on. They just, they don't want it to bleed out and die, but they don't want it to be able to move. So it still hurts, it just doesn't bleed? Yeah. I guess. It cuts your tendon so you can't move, but they don't want you to bleed out. They don't want you to die yet. No, 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 no. Because this is safe. That's what they say. (laughs) At this point, specimens will begin to feed on the prey animal by cutting off small pieces of flesh. What is this? What is up with this episode? All the flesh. (laughs) And just cutting small pieces of it off. Oh. What what did we do? We did not do this on purpose no. whatsoever. We picked these at random. It, complete guess. <laughs> this begins with soft, readily accessible tissues, such as those of the face and extremities, before moving on to other parts of the body. Mm. Yum. So, goodbye nose, goodbye ears, goodbye cheeks. Eyes. Ugh. You know they're going for eyes, dude. Oh, yeah, that, that eyes are probably tasty as F. Yeah. For these guys. Specimens of SCP-098 will only feed so long as the prey animal is capable of respiration. Okay. Feeding can last several hours or several days, depending on the size of the prey animal and the number of specimens present. Holy shit, dude. It's going to take days to eat my fat ass. <laughs> you just start biting off little chunks here and there, <laughs> and you're just writhing in pain. As long as you can breathe. (laughs) If there's only one of them, it's going to take a whole year. (laughs) Eating good for a while. It's like a buffet in here. They'll be eating. Probably not good. See, that's why you got to eat junk food. Because if Hannibal taught me anything, if if you exercise good and you eat good, you taste good too. See, I've been training my whole life (laughs) to not taste good. (laughs) Specimens of SCP-098 show some ability to communicate alerting each other to the presence of threats or potential food over short distances. It was initially thought that SCP-098 might display human-level intelligence, but are now believed to merely parrot human speech. Crabs that can talk and mimic sound like parrots. <laughs> They're like, Hey, asshole, come over here! <laughs> That's what they're doing. <laughs> Help me! Help! Help! That's what they mimic. And they came over and sliced an Achilles tendon. They got like a cigar hanging out of their mouth. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a term of endearment where I'm from. <laughs> this means I love you. <laughs> SCP-098 normally poses little threat to adult humans, preferring smaller prey such as dogs, cats, and small pigs. However, they have attacked larger prey when a sufficient number of specimens were present or else other food was unavailable. So they have a, they get all the boys in there. Come on, fellas. We got this one. When they're not that hungry, they're just normal hungry. They go for the little stuff, but if they're hungry, you better stay out the water. <laughs> Are they in water? I would assume so. It says they can breathe underwater and... Oh. 
What are dogs and cats doing at the water? And small pigs. Look, if I'm riding my bike down the road and I see these things chasing me, I'm going to shit my pants. You <laughs> <laughs> slice tires. <laughs> this is the worst Stephen King horror movie ever. Not want to be caught up in this. It's like some kind of weird, uh, what is it? It's like Tremor 6. <laughs> oh, now they got they got shells and crab <laughs> <Yeah>. legs. <laughs> SCP-098 was discovered in redacted Brazil after a rash of child disappearances. So apparently they got real hungry. We must contain this thing. How do we contain these things? Yo, <laughs> okay, hold up. There's a picture of this thing right here. It sure looks like it. This is not a crab. It's got ten legs. Why is it? The picture is captioned SCP-098-4, but nothing in the article here says anything about 98-4. Well, maybe 098 is the species, and dash 4 is that specific one. You know what I mean? Mm, all right. So instead of giving him a name, they just call him 4. SCP-098-4. Trying to make a talk. So I'll come at you. Four, 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 four. Asshole! <laughs> I'm number two! <laughs> the uh, special containment procedures. Members of SCP-098 are to be kept in a 10-meter by 20-meter room with small pools of water and a sandy substrate. Rocks and driftwood are to be left in a random arrangement for SCP-098 to nest in. The enclosure is to be cleaned on a weekly basis. During this time, all members of SCP-098 are to be accounted for first to prevent injury or death to personnel or SCP-098. Any members of SCP-098 that appear ill or injured are to be removed and examined. Okay. So they're, they're just treating this as some sort of ultra-dangerous animal, but it's safe. Let's not forget that. It's just an animal that will feed on whatever it likes to feed on with blades for crab legs. I mean, it's just a hermit crab. You know, you pull the hermit crab out, put it in a little dish, clean his little enclosure out, put the hermit crab back. Oh, yeah. It's real, real easy. You got you got ten knives coming at you. Knives, knives, you know? <laughs> put on some chain mail and go at it, dude. <laughs> Fight the crab. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> Addendum 098-1. SCP-098 is more intelligent than previously thought. They adapt quickly to changes in their environment and have shown an ability to remember patterns, such as feeding and cleaning times and habitual movement of personnel entering their enclosure. Cleaning personnel must ensure that they regularly vary their routes through the enclosure to prevent incidents. Dr. Mann has taught several of them simple tricks, and they seem to understand the meanings of several commands. Testing will continue. Oh, great. So now we're going to teach them to be smarter. <laughs> what are they? They're training them like show dogs? I guess. They're going to be in Cirque du Soleil here soon. Roll over. Hey, asshole, what do I look like a ball over here? <laughs> <laughs> it's the rudest surgeon crab ever. <laughs> Why do they call them surgeon crabs? I don't know. They're pretty damn good at cutting your tendons off. Is that what it is, you think? Just because they're like snip, know. snip, snip. They just got all these blades, so they... Scalpel. <laughs> I got ten of them. <laughs> I'll be right over. Hey, somebody call Tony. Tell him to bring over a pie. <laughs> I slice it myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. I don't have anything else on that. Do you? No. 
Hermit Krabs. Who's Dr. Man? Not worried about Dr. Man. Nah, he's just some asshole. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to end that episode right there on those notes. Yeah. You guys know where to find us. Yes, sir. Check out our Patreon. Yeah, all the links are in the show notes now. Yeah, we dropped down all the tiers. We got a new patron. Oh, yeah, we definitely need to shout that person out. Yeah. True Crime by the Book. Yes. Thank you for that. Yep, True Crime by the Book podcast. Their Twitter is at TCBYTB. Makes sense to me. Sounds right. So follow them on Twitter because they're awesome for giving us, for being one of our patrons. And, uh,. Subscribe to their podcast while you're looking for their stuff. Yeah, and if you too would like this free advertising, well, not free advertising, but if you too would like this little bit of advertising, go ahead and become a patron. Yep. One, two dollars, but the two dollars get you these episodes ad-free and promo-free. Correct. Because we're throwing in promos, you know, to help out other podcasts in any way we can. Jump on our Patreon, follow us on Twitter. T Public Score. Buy a shirt. So that would be tpublic.com slash user slash bring on the weird because it's weird mm-hmm. too. I believe that's it. Yep. I believe you're right, Will. Stay weird, world. We'll see you guys next time. Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Jane. And we have a brand new podcast called Bedknobs and Broom Flicks where we talk about witches of the entertainment world. From the horror movies Warlock, Suspiria, The Witch, and The Blair Witch Project. To the more comedic or whimsical such as Harry Potter, Hocus Pocus, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and The Blair Witch Project. No movie, TV show, or book is off limits. All witches, man witches, sorry warlocks, we're not calling you that. Witches brews, witches of history, familiars, and witch-like activity will be discussed as we laugh and have fun talking about the wonderful world of witches. So join us every other week for some fun witchy talk. All witches welcome.